My dad works in B2B marketing, but I never really knew what that meant. Then one day, my dad came by my school for career day and told everyone in my class he was a big MQL man. Then he just kept saying things like, the more MQLs, the better, over and over. My friends still laugh at me to this day. I think it means marketing qualified lead. One thing's for sure. I'll be known as the MQL man's kid for the rest of my days. Why couldn't you just be a fireman or a lawyer? Why? You ruined my life, Dad. Not everyone gets B2B, but LinkedIn has the people who do. And with ads on LinkedIn, you'll be able to reach people based on job title, industry, likelihood to buy, and more. Start converting your B2B audience into high-quality leads today. We'll even give you $100 credit on your next ad campaign. Go to linkedin.com slash mpn to claim your credit. That's linkedin.com slash mpn. Terms and conditions apply. LinkedIn, the place to be, to be. You may know you're listening to this show along the Marketing Podcast Network, but did you know there are other great shows on MPN to help your business? Joe Singer and Tom Stallings host a great podcast called Take a Breath. Joe, tell us what you talk about on the show. Yeah, so Take a Breath is a podcast for people who are really trying to build something valuable in their lives, whether it's a business or a marriage or whatever it is you're trying to do. We help you with some hacks to build your best life. Wow. Where can people subscribe? You could find us on marketingpodcasts.net as well as mergeanalytics.com. And you can also find us on LinkedIn and YouTube. And wherever you get your podcasts. So go subscribe. I just love that they were creative with the tools that you're given on TikTok. This wasn't a big expensive advertising campaign. They found someone mentioning their brand in a negative um, connection and they turned it around into a good thing. Hello, 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 and welcome to The Extra Shot. This is your weekly podcast where we discuss one hot topic in the world of digital marketing news. And um, this week we've got the hot topic that everyone's talking about, but I'm not going to introduce that yet because we've got some other stuff to tell you about. We've got the internet loser, the internet winner. But before all of that, I want to introduce you to my wonderful co-host, May King, saying hello, May King. Hi, Amanda. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. And making's just been telling me she's she's coughing a lot. So let's hope she lasts till the end of the episode. Let's let's hope she lasts that long. Um, and to start the episode, we always get making to guess which animal she is because oh, and you've actually changed. You've changed since earlier on. So now I have to think of some new clues. For those of you who don't know, in Google Sheets, actually, I think they should actually sponsor this. In Google Docs, when somebody share a document, when other people join it, they they are an anonymous animal and they put like all sorts of animals up there. Now, earlier on, you were a dolphin. I'm just going to say you were a dolphin. You're not a dolphin now, but you are actually pretty cool. But you look a bit like you've been in a fight because you've got a couple of black eyes. What are you? Oh, oh, am I a giant panda? You are a giant. I haven't even actually rolled over the top to check. Y- yes, you are. You're a giant panda. Oh, so, you oh. know, both of those animals are cute, but you're cute and cuddly. So everyone needs to give making uh, a cute and cuddle now. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 
And it's so lovely to see everyone here. We've got the fabulous Jessica, uh, Shahida, uh, Paula, um, Fistler, regular listener to the show, and also uh, Deborah as well. Welcome. You are all very welcome here. It's an all-female affair this week. Yes, so we can press the menopausal brain. Menopausal <laughs> brain! As often as we like, because we, you know what, when we press that button normally... All the women laugh, all the men stay silent, like they don't know what we're talking about. Okay, but, and also I do have, and I've got a feeling this is going to be in use today, the Elon Musk bell. Um, but before we come yes. to the news, and we will ask you to contribute as well, if you want to come in and have your say about the topic of the week, once we've done um, our little bit, we'll invite guests to come in and let us know what they think. So actually, we didn't discuss who's going to talk about the winner or the loser before we started. So May King, do you want the winner or the loser this week? Let's talk about the loser first. I was going to suggest this one, isn't it? Because then we can end on a high before we get on to the depressing news. So, yes. Exactly. Okay. And are you going to do loser or am I? Um, I think uh, I'll, I'll go ahead and introduce it. Okay. Um, so the um, this is a really, really, really sad um, news story, actually. Uh, family sues Google after maps allegedly directed father off collapsed. US bridge. So the um, the tech company faces negligence, um, a negligence lawsuit after <clears throat> Philip Paxson died from driving off a North Carolina bridge, which was destroyed years ago. And now the family of the North Carolina man is suing Google um, because, <clears throat> excuse me, he died from crashing into a creek below the collapsed bridge um, at the alleged behest of uh, Google Maps. And uh, uh, Philip Paxson, he drowned in his overturned uh, pickup truck um, beneath the bridge that collapsed nearly a decade earlier. Uh, Paxson was uh, 47 uh, from North Carolina uh, and returning home from his daughter's ninth birthday before the accident, his mother-in-law wrote on a post on um, Facebook. <clears throat> and she added that neither the destroyed bridge nor the road leading to it had any barriers or warning signs to uh, warning signs to alert drivers of the hazard. Now it was a dark and rainy night, and he was following his GPS that led him to the con- concrete road uh, to the bridge uh, that dropped off uh, into the river. Uh, and needless to say, it's um, it's truly uh, devastating. Um, now um, the family's lawsuit names a number of private property management companies responsible for the land uh, where the crash happened and for surrounding plots, um, according to Associated Press. So um, Google said that they have deepest sympathies for the Pax, uh, Paxson family. Uh, their goal is to provide accurate routing information in maps and uh, they're reviewing uh, the lawsuit. I mean, it's it's just really, really sad. I, I don't really want to read uh, on um the Guardian, typical fashion, will you know relay uh, another story of a similar uh, situation, but I don't, I don't really want to talk about that. Um, I mean, this bridge was um, has not been there for for such a long while, so um, really, really sad news, Amanda. Really sad news. Yeah, and I think definitely an internet loser, and I think 
it is tragic news, but also it's something that we are all familiar with. If you've ever followed Google Maps, I, I call it a Google Maps special when it brings you down like some, uh, this happens a lot in Ireland, some little farm lane that you can barely bring a car down. You know, I haven't, I haven't ended up at any bridges that don't exist, but I can totally see how it happens. And it's going to be really interesting to watch this court case because were Google liable? I'd say the people that didn't mark the, the road or had the road open are, are probably more liable. But if Google are found liable, it is going to change a lot about how Google Maps works. Like it's a system that lots of us rely on. And if you do read on the Guardian article, it talks about other examples from Google Maps, but it also talks about examples from just general GPS. So will if if Google are found liable here, it is going to change the way Google Maps and GPS works and people are going to have to, people, those companies are going to have to be more thorough about how they work out routes. So yes, I know you don't want to read the other stories, but there are other deaths, but there are other things, you know, just like you know, people falling off roads, people going down roads and getting stuck because they were brought down some random, random thing. But it happens more frequent. Well, actually, probably about as frequently as I imagined. But people are dying here. So obviously, even if they aren't found liable, they really need to look at improving maps. But the business story here, because like this is a tragic story, but I think businesses really need to think about their Google business profile listings as well because so often those businesses aren't listed in the right location you know I remember one time in the past and I had a really long drive to a hotel where I was presenting and I put the hotel into Google Maps when I got there it was just a farmhouse there was no hotel there I was actually 40 minutes away from where I wanted so even with my ridiculously leaving ridiculously early in the time I only just got there in time to the hotel that I was supposed to that's one example this sounds like so insignificant compared to someone dying but it's just if you were that hotel, you'd want to make sure that that was corrected. Last week, I was in a local town and we were looking for a, a charity shop that we wanted to go and visit. And we're standing right outside it, according to Google Maps and all the reviews and everything in the outside. And it wasn't there. And it was actually, you know, down the opposite side of the road, down different street. You, if you're a business and that's happening to you, you are losing business. It was only because we stumbled across that shop later on that we found it at all. So one, you can't rely on Google Maps for your driving. Please look at where you're going as well. You know, that's really important. Please, if you maintain roads, make sure you're doing it. But please also, if you're a business, make sure that your Google business profile is up to date with your correct address, your correct opening hours to make sure that your customers are finding you and not ending up like falling off some bridge and tragically falling to their deaths. And that is such a sad story. I think we should move on with the happy story. <laughs> what do you think? <laughs> Let's move on with the happy story, Amanda. Okay, so the happy story is nice piece of marketing from Revlon. You were asking me during the week, could I actually play it during the... I will play it, but nobody's going to hear it, so I'm actually not going to play it. <laughs> <laughs> just the way it roots through the computer nobody's going to hear it like you can't hear my buttons um so basically this was an ad well it wasn't an ad this was a remix on tiktok from revlon and what happens is in the original video there's some like looks like an influencer getting out of an aeroplane looks like a private jet so guess what don't have much sympathy for them in the first place 
there's her and there's her boyfriend stroke husband. We don't know. But she's saying, um, okay, what happens when you find some other girl's makeup in your husband's bag? And he's like, oh, she's never forgiven me for the time that she found those ski pants. And they're laughing. He's laughing. And then she picks up, it looks, it's it's either like a lip liner or it's a long, thin kind of pencil-y type thing. It could be mascara. And she goes, Revlon, as if I'd wear Revlon and throws it. So what Revlon have done is they've remixed it. They've caught the moment that she throws it and there's somebody in the Revlon office who catches it and says, oh, thanks. <laughs> you know, I knew I'd lost that. I couldn't work out where I'd left it. So it's a really <laughs> fun piece of um, trend jacking. I don't know what you call it. It's a really cool use of TikTok anyway from Revlon. I'm following them now. I'm hoping to see loads more stuff like that. And I just love that they were creative with the tools that you're given on TikTok. This wasn't a big expensive advertising campaign. They found someone mentioning their brand in a negative um, connection and they turned it around into a good thing. So I'd just like to say well done Revlon. Um, Go check out the ad yourself. (laughs) You'll find it um, if you search for, I went onto TikTok and I searched for it. If you search for um, at Revlon, it's actually one of the top ones. So Revlon, just in case you're not familiar with female makeup brands, is at R-E-V-L-O-N. And you will find them on TikTok and you will find that video. And it's definitely, I've probably watched it about 10 times. It's very funny. It's very funny. <laughs> and in fact, um, Amanda, you, um, there, there was a, a little punchline at the end, which I thought was interesting. So when the Revlon lip liner was thrown by the, um, you know, the upset girlfriend and the, um, you know, the person who had the affair caught the lip liner, uh, she said, oh, think, thanks. I've been, you know, looking for this everywhere. Oh, and can you, um, you know, can you tell, you know, your boyfriend, I need my ski pants back? <laughs> something like that so that was hilarious and in fact Paula um who is listening at the moment she has uh, she makes uh, lingerie so I'm wondering whether you could do a cheeky one you know with your lingerie perhaps um because it is sign of the times you know uh, women are in their power and they're you know whether you like it or not you know uh, women have um affairs or you know steal boyfriends girlfriends and you know and the rest of it so yeah it could be a cheeky one that you perhaps could uh, may- maybe play with but definitely have a look at the uh, Revlon adverts anyway because it might <clears throat> give you a few ideas um, in how you can creatively um, put your um, lingerie um, out there because your lingerie is really sexy and you know uh, and, uh, and really you know beautiful to the touch and, uh, and beautiful to look at as well so um, yeah just a few ideas there for you. Yeah, I think any business can take a lesson from this because it wasn't an expensive thing to do. You know, that's the nice thing. That's why I really like this campaign. I mean, in the past, we've talked about Barbie, which obviously was millions. This is something that any business could do just sitting in their front room. So do take a look at it, take some inspiration from it and see, can you do something smart as well? So yeah, have a search on TikTok to people talking about stolen underwear and see what you can come up with. I'm kind of thinking of weird things now. (laughs) (laughs) and um just wanted to say uh it it really is an all-female affair uh today which is fabulous we've got the fabulous joe uh with us joe nutkins uh eve uh early uh tamsin uh i can't read your surname i may apologize and uh lindsay as well it's all uh, lovely to see you all here Yes, great to have so many um women listening and understanding our menopausal brain button which i need to press again menopausal brain 
I need that button during the digital <laughs> coffee because this week, who did I say ironic was like written by Shania Twain? Shania Twain. <laughs> <laughs> No, she knows what uh, ironic means. Every time that song comes off, I up, I just get angry. <laughs> it's like because I like Alanis Morissette, and I'm like, why didn't anyone tell her? Like, there's a lot of people. There's a lot of people who were part of the process of getting that song released, and nobody told her. That's not what ironic means. Oh, I need. I think it's time for your rant alert. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> rant alert. Okay. So with that, oh. we wanted to put the stories this way around this week, actually, because if we put the sad story down and we came on to our story of the week, I think we'd all just go away being really depressed. So let's just say <laughs> I've got this at the ready. Because, will I introduce it or will, it, will you? Yeah, go ahead, uh, Amanda. You couldn't have missed this bit of piece of news. So the wonderful... <laughs> I'm just laughing at calling him wonderful... Mr. Elon Musk this week in a random conversation, well, it wasn't a random conversation, but a random comment thrown into a conversation that he was having with, get this, Benjamin Netanyahu, like the Israeli prime minister. He was just having a conversation with him and he went, oh, yeah, I think I might charge for Twitter for everyone. I might do that like a nominal fee for everyone. So, of course this went mad everyone's like oh my god is he going to charge everyone to use twitter now his thoughts behind this are that if he charges a nominal fee for twitter x i keep forgetting to call it that then um he'll get rid of the bots and we all know that he doesn't like the bots because when he started when he bought initially bought twitter he was like don't want the bots i don't like the bots there's too many bots he almost tried to get out of the sale by saying there were too many bots problem is if he starts charging for twitter he's not just going to get rid of the bots he's going to get rid of the human beings so obviously not a fan of this although then i was thinking you know i'm not a fan of like having to pay for verification but i did pay for verification and um, as soon as he said he was going to start charging for everything i went and cancelled that because i'd forgotten about it um but then all the other social networks followed and then i thought well you know back in the day used to have to pay for whatsapp before i used it there was a nominal fee an annual fee it was like you know it was very cheap it was like a pound or 10 pounds or something to use the thing for a year so if it was that small i think people might pay i think people would object to paying like the 8.99 a month but if it was one one euro a month one pound one dollar would you pay would you pay making yeah, I, I think, like you say, you know, £8 a month for a business owner is, you know, a, a lot of money. And even though, um, you know, Twitter will always be my first love, um, I don't pay that. You know, I don't want a, a fee going out to every month. I, I always like to pay everything up front if I can as a business owner because I'm not very good at managing cash flow. <laughs> but if it was a nominal fee, then yes. But, you know, if he is going to be charging eight ninety nine a month, then um, then no, I, I, I won't. And in fact, you know, the, the trending hashtag of the day was goodbye Twitter. And funnily enough, there was suddenly a resurgence and a bit more energy that's been brought back into threads because <laughs> that's been sort of a little bit dead in the last few weeks. It's funny how that happens, isn't it? So, um, yeah, I mean, this story is so bad on so many counts. Not only does he just sort of mention it in a conversation with Netanyahu, I mean, what? 
Um, but yeah, Twitter absolutely blows up. People are saying goodbye and they, you know, they remove their accounts uh, and so on. Uh, and I get it. He does want to get rid of the bots and, you know, by charging a fee, then it means that these companies will not want to, you know, pay for the bots to, um, to spam. But, you know, he has he has to think about the other people as well. He has to think about business owners, um, you know, community builders. Uh, it is a, it is still the place of breaking out news, whatever news that is. He wants to be the you know WeChatification of the Western world. So if he's going to charge, then he's going to you know a lot of people are going to lose out. So he really needs to rethink this if it's in line with his desire to be the WeChatification. And really, it's not just business owners because it's all very well. Business owners might pay because they see it as a business expense. But what? A, it's no point us being there if nobody else does. So, OK, it's great for me and you because we're business to business. But if your business is a consumer and your consumers aren't there anymore because they don't want to pay, <laughs> it's like, it's, it's nuts right. really, isn't yeah. it? So, um, yeah, but I do absolutely. wonder if it was just like a euro a month for example, um, will the other social networks follow? Because we know like in previous, like the whole verification thing, all the other social networks followed. Let's just like, let's not give credit to Elon Musk for inventing that because LinkedIn had a premium option before anyone and YouTube and then Snapchat. So he didn't invent it, but he's definitely the one who kind of took it by the horns and made it kind of a popular thing. So... Will we see other, if this works for him, will we see other social networks charging? That's a big question. And we're going to ask mm -hmm. everyone to come in and have their say. So if anyone wants to join us, but while I'm waiting for you to join, so please request now and making will let you in. We'll let you in one, one at a time to say your, your thing and you get a chance to promote your business. But before we do, I'm taking a commercial break. My dad works in B2B marketing, but I never really knew what that meant. Then one day my dad came by my school for career day and told everyone in my class he was a big MQL man. Then he just kept saying things like, the more MQLs the better, over and over. My friends still laugh at me to this day. I think it means marketing qualified lead. One thing's for sure, I'll be known as the MQL man's kid for the rest of my days. Why couldn't you just be a fireman or a lawyer? Why? You ruined my life, Dad. Not everyone gets B2B, but LinkedIn has the people who do. And with ads on LinkedIn, you'll be able to reach people based on job title, industry, likelihood to buy, and more. Start converting your B2B audience into high-quality leads today. We'll even give you $100 credit on your next ad campaign. Go to linkedin.com slash mpn to claim your credit. That's linkedin.com slash mpn. Terms and conditions apply. LinkedIn, the place to be to be. You may know you're listening to this show along the Marketing Podcast Network, but did you know there are other great shows on MPN to help your business? Joe Singer and Tom Stallings host a great podcast called Take a Breath. Joe, tell us what you talk about on the show. Yeah, so Take a Breath is a podcast for people who are really trying to build something valuable in their lives, whether it's a business or a marriage or whatever it is you're trying to do. We help you with some hacks to build your best life. Wow. Where can people subscribe? You can find us on marketingpodcasts.net as well as mergeanalytics.com. And you can also find us on LinkedIn and YouTube. And wherever you get your podcasts. So go subscribe. Ah, Shahida. Oh, we are, Shahida. Hello. <gasps> oh, um, I, I partly wanted to do this because I've never ever done this before, and it's rather exciting. Oh, 
lockdown. Hello. I've never joined a live social thing. So not oh, only are great. you are you live on the at the extra shot LinkedIn live, you are now on our podcast. So congratulations, welcome to the show. <laughs> oh my goodness! Wow, I was expecting you this on a Friday. <laughs> How exciting! Uh, okay. So, the, yeah, you know what? I was just thinking as well that what if, what if people do start charging? Because I currently pay um, for my LinkedIn profile, but I've noticed that um, I wanted to make more connections. That's why I pay. But it, it's through through work. Um, but it is always the back of my mind that, you know, I've built quite a profile on LinkedIn that if I wanted to stop paying, then what do I do? Twitter, I'm not sure what to do with that at the moment. Um, and Instagram as well. So my what I do is I run a national charity. And then um, I also, um, when I'm not working, I run a small business um, selling organic um, turmeric tea. And it's got um, turmeric, ginger, cinnamon, cardamom, fennel, licorice and black pepper. And I, and I wanted to mention that because um, I don't know anyone else who makes it, but it is the most, I know it's my tea, but it's the most beautiful tea. Um, <laughs> And that's what I do on the side. Um, so thank you for um, uh, saying that, you know, we can promote our business. But the charity that I run is the Helena Kennedy Foundation. And I've been there. It's my 11th year now. And I love them to bits. They're amazing. Um, and I'm really sorry I joined late as well. No, you're good. So tell us now, do you, are you a regular Twitter user? I am probably most active on LinkedIn. So obviously you wouldn't, you wouldn't want to pay for Twitter then if you're not using it already. That's not kind of like, it's not going to be a make or break for you. You're just not bothered, I'm guessing. Yeah. Yeah. And Instagram, because I, um, I've i got uh, two channels, two, um, oh, what they call, two handles. Um, and one of them is the business one, the Divine Tees. And that one I pay someone to run it, but again, in time I, to do the social media for me. But in time, I'm just thinking as well: what if Facebook do start charging? Then what do I do? I'm just hoping. I'm the, I'm, I'm a glass full person, so I keep thinking something new will come out. That's what I always think. You know, TikTok came out, um, and I don't know what else is it. And I and I class myself as old school. I don't really keep up to date with all the new technologies and fads that are coming out as well. Cool. And um, just in one of the other news stories, which we might actually talk about in our bonus show, it's there are other channels now that are charging for verification. So Instagram and Facebook just announced that they they will be rolling out their verification program to businesses, but it's optional. And I think that's the key, really, Mm. by forcing someone to you to pay. You really are in like like I said, for you, if you're not using Twitter much, this is going to kill any chance of you ever using Twitter in the future, because you're just not going to pay, right? So that is Mm. the danger, really, when it's an option, like it is on LinkedIn, like it is on Facebook, like it is on Instagram, and you are going to get extra stuff as a result of that. Mm. I feel that's okay. I also feel like, you know, if it's really low cost, like I said, if it's like one pound a month, it kind of might, it might tempt you in. But anything beyond that, it's going to be a barrier to entry for a lot of people who weren't already using the network. Yeah, I totally agree. And this is what really concerned me that the the national charity that I run is that we, we just simply won't be able to afford that. And we never went for the blue tick at the time anyway. 
But, you know, as a decision maker, I just think, well, I, I, I just wouldn't, I wouldn't do that, you know, unless, I don't know if it is like you say a pound, but I just felt like the, the, the charges were too high. So let's see what happens in the future. Absolutely. Tell us more. Oh, sorry, making. I don't know if you want to come in because you're on mute. I'm just assuming you're having a big coughing fit. <laughs> um, I was just going to ask a question that that was going to come out of your mouth, actually. Um, Shahid, I just wanted to. Um, oh, thank you for joining us uh, and uh, stepping out of your comfort zone. Uh, and uh, I'd I'd like to know a li- little bit more about your charity, if that's okay with you. Yeah, um, actually, May King, it was John Esperon who told me about you. I don't know whether, you whether he's, yes. I said his, said his name right. Um, yes. But it's just the power of LinkedIn, isn't it? He told me about yourself yeah. and another lady, and I've connected with you both. Um, but the charity Aww. that I run is, um, yeah, he's amazing. He's amazing. Um, the charity I run is um, the Helena Kennedy Foundation, and uh, we provide... Uh, financial bursaries and pastoral support to further education students who are socially disadvantaged and who want to progress to university. And it's our 25th year now. Um, and we give bursaries of up to £2,250. So anyone who wants to go to university, they can apply to us and they get £750 per year. And we kind of handhold them whilst they're at university. Because I don't know if you remember, but going to university is a big deal and it can be a really scary place if you've not been and also very expensive as well now. So that's the charity that I run, national, national charity. That's fabulous. And uh, congratulations as well. Gosh, um, that really is a, a, a long time. Um, thank you. I really appreciate uh, you joining us. And uh, yes, I will uh, give my thanks to uh, John uh, for um, uh, passing um, my name on. Really appreciate that. Thank you. I'm going to mute myself now, but I'll carry on enjoying the show. Thank you very much. Great. Thanks for <laughs> thanks for joining us. And um, all John fans here, I think. So big shout out to John Esperian. I know he's got an event. I'm, I feel like promoting him now for some random reason. Yes. <laughs> uh, he's got an event. I'm so sorry. I can't remember the name of it, but that's my menopausal brain menopausal brain um but it's happening in uh i think february next year a big linkedin conference with loads of great speakers our, our mutual friend louise brogan is speaking at it as well uh so definitely worth checking out that and maybe we'll get to meet some of you in real life there because i'm hoping i get to go that is it for this week's show i think making have i forgotten anything yes. no i think um that is everything I forgot to ask you what you're up to this week. Oh, <laughs> now my perimenopausal brain's kicking in. <laughs> well, I've been delivering brain. some uh, incredible training uh, on um, how to create FOMO for events. Uh, and if you don't run events, you can also create FOMO as well. So I also covered that uh, this week. But next week, I'm actually going to be creating FOMO for the incredible Danny Wallace, who has uh, a fabulous conference up in Manchester at the Man United Old Trafford Football Stadium, uh, no less. Um, And uh, so I'm going to be breaking the uh, Instagrams uh, with uh, doing Instagram stories and doing interviews of attendees, speakers and sponsors there. Uh, So really looking forward to that. Um, The range of speakers she has are really inspirational. Some of them are first time speakers, which uh, 
goes through go through her program to learn to become more confident public speakers uh, some of them are distinguished speakers um i think andrew and pete our friends andrew and pete are going to be there and um joe swan from chalk pr uh, and a whole host of other uh, incredible speakers to learn from as well great place for networking learning and hanging out with some wonderful people uh, and uh, and that's why i'm going to be uh, away next week what are you up to amanda I have a like a mammoth amount of Google Analytics training that I'll be doing next week. It seems like this is me constantly at the moment. So I think for one for a um, a large group of tourism businesses, I'll be running. Um, I think last time they looked, there were 70 registered. So that's going to be really interesting. But the rest is my one-to-one training, which is what I spend most of my time doing at the moment. I have some fantastic clients in lots of different, actually quite a lot of agencies I'm working with at the moment. So if you're looking for any one-to-one Google Analytics training, I am the person to come to. And that is what I'm doing pretty constantly at the moment but I'm looking forward to in a few weeks time I'm taking a week out to plan to grow to plan plan to grow really haven't got the words today anyway I'm taking a week out where we won't be live (laughs) at all in a few weeks time to really get into the nitty-gritty of the plan for my business in the future I'm really excited about that it's all I'm thinking about at the moment on top of the training so you won't be here next week so we won't be doing an extra shot live recording but we will be on the podcast because we can pre-record the podcast so don't forget to subscribe wherever you get your podcasts it's the extra shot and you will see a uh, an image on a purple background of myself and making pointing at the camera with the extra shot written over the top that is us come and subscribe come and listen rate and review so that people have a listen and actually we've had a really good week this week you know our podcast we're only like at just even though we've been doing this um live for I'd say over a year now maybe even longer than that the the podcast is new we're only we're under two months old and it's growing so that's kind of exciting to look at so please do rate and review and subscribe and do whatever you have to do with the podcast we'd love to see you there (laughs) and that means we won't be back here on LinkedIn same bat time same bat place next week but we will be back on the podcast when making same bad time, same bad place. Until then, bye-bye. <laughs> With many thanks to um, David Paramore, my brother-in-law, for the end credits music. And thank you to my co-host, Making Sang, and to myself, Amanda Webb, and to Jason <laughs> and everyone at MPN Network. you may know you're listening to this show along the marketing podcast network but did you know there are other great shows on mpn to help your business joe singer and tom stallings host a great podcast called take a breath joe tell us what you talk about on the show Yeah. So Take a Breath is a podcast for people who are really trying to build something valuable in their lives, whether it's a business or a marriage or whatever it is you're trying to do. We help you with some hacks to build your best life. Wow. Where can people subscribe? You can find us on marketingpodcasts.net 
as well as mergeanalytics.com. And you can also find us on LinkedIn and YouTube. And wherever you get your podcasts. So go subscribe. This podcast is heard along the Marketing Podcast Network. For more great marketing podcasts, visit marketingpodcasts.net.